This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Oh, uh oh, are we going to get a little bump this week? Is there a little more juice? We got a little more interest. We got a little more excitement in the house on Sunday. There's going to be a new quarterback under center for the New England Patriots on Sunday. And technically, they're still not eliminated from postseason contention. The run begins now. That's right. It's the return of Zappy Hour. Zappy Fever is back, baby. It's unconfirmed at this point, ladies and gentlemen, but we're still kind of rolling with the narrative because, of course, one in many people on the beat and in the Patriots media cartel, from Andrew Callahan to Mike Reese, and, of course, Jeff Howe, who tweeted out Wednesday evening, sources confirm Bailey Zappy is trending towards being the starting quarterback for your New England Patriots in game number 12, week 13 of the 2023 NFL season. And Andy Hart, as we welcome everybody to the latest and greatest episode of Six Rings and Football Things, brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel, make every moment more. FanDuel.com slash Six Rings to sign up now. Take advantage of their fabulous same-game parlay and no-sweat first bet offers. Plus, don't forget, our FanDuel Sportsbook Bet of the Week Six Ring style is coming up at the end of the podcast. You can always hashtag Fade Fitzy and make yourself a mint, a bucket of money, a plethora. Restock the checking account for the holidays because, boy, am I on a cooler. Anyway, Zappy's back. I ask you this, Andy. Do we believe, before we get into the logistics of the game, do we believe, as we as we perused the secondhand market before we started the podcast and saw the tickets, the get-in price before fees and all the other stuff that is absolutely criminal, with all the different various seating sites and secondhand market ticket resellers. The get-in price for Sunday is $53. $53 to get in to a New England Patriots game. Pat's Chargers. Do we believe there's going to be a little extra buzz, perhaps, with the throwback uniforms and Bailey Zappi under center for the, the reign of Mac is over? First of all, which would you rather spend money on? Twenty-two fifty, I believe, to see the high school Super Bowls this week, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at Gillette Stadium, or fifty dollars to see Bailey Lappy Zed, Bailey Zappy Led. <laughs> Bailey Lappy's. If Bailey Lappy was starting at quarterback on, I'd be interested because be, I don't know anything about him, and he might be good. Who knows? Flip a coin. Um, there's definitely um, going to be a little bit more buzz. Marginal, marginal, more buzz. I'm struggling. You, are struggling, you good? Struggling. You good? I'm in my coffee. Well, let's um, check. I'll heart. Jeez. Marginally more buzz because of the change. I don't think anybody wanted to see Mac Jones out there after what's happened no. the last two times. Even Mac Jones probably no. doesn't want to see Mac Jones broken, out there anymore. Which is why, you know, you credited Andrew Callahan and you credited Bill Belichick and you credited everybody else in the sun. The first place you heard Bailey Zappi was going to start on Sunday was the Six Rings podcast where 
Not only did I loosely report it, like Jeff Howe, oh, it's trending. No, no, no. I put my damn beer money where my mouth is, and I bet that Bailey Zappi would start on Sunday. And now my beer is going to be in my mouth that you owe me because I was right. I bet a six-pack of Narragansett beers with Andy on the idea. I thought Mac Jones would get run back out there again because of Robert Kraft, perhaps, because of Bill Belichick. Who knows? Because they want to find out if they can get anything out of this unbelievably distressed asset at this point. Uh, it is distressed. There is no ET. It, the asset is ruined at this point now. Time to go. Sit him down. He was even veritably placed in the equivalent of football timeout corner, for God's sakes, running some scout team reps and being told, you stand there. You stand there and you watch. This is how grown men, like, it's just so embarrassing. It's Which so is what rough. I expected. Oh. I didn't expect, I wasn't necessarily betting Bailey Zappi to start as much as I was betting Mac Jones would be put in the corner. Mac Jones would be taken away. Mac Jones would be just, just go do something somewhere else. We don't need you this week kind of thing. And wow. I think he's he in the it. corner with baby. I can't believe yes. it. Yes. Yeah, it's where he is. So, um, but we will see Bailey Zappi, Malik Cunningham. I think we may see he took the secondary reps in practice this week, although he's not actually on the roster. So they have to put him on the roster for him to be. Are they going to re elevate? Uh, now, does he get a game day elevation or do they re sign him again? Because he's already been signed once and released. Yeah, I would guess signed, but I'm not going to lie to you that minutia is beneath my pay grade, above my pay grade. I don't Are know. Are we going to have a 20th and a 21st and a 22nd quarterback transaction? Like the Patriots have done things at the quarterback position this year that I must confound the rest of the league, or at least have people scratching their heads and laughing out loud as if the Pats just took Cole Strange in the first round and the Rams had a third round grade on him. Well, I'll tell you on Wednesday when Bill Belichick refused to reveal anything about the quarterback position, said, I'm not going to announce anything about any positions, blah, blah, blah. He did say, we'll see how it goes in the practice field. I'm paraphrasing injury wise. We'll see how guys are. I thought there was a chance mm -hmm. Mac Jones might end up on IR or at least same, the injury same. report. He's not on the injury report. As that would have Wednesday. been a grace saver. And who would have, who would, who among us would have been like, no, I want to see the MRIs. Nope. I want x-rays. I want a doctor's note. Nope. I, I, and it also would have opened up a roster spot if you put him on IR. So you could have elevated because there's a chance. I got to think there's at least a chance both quarterbacks get elevated. Will Greer and Malik Cunningham. If you want to have an emergency quarterback, he has to be on the roster. He can't be an elevation. So, oh, he, oh he's got to be on the roster. He can't be elevated. Right. So, all those minutia issues with the quarterback situation. Hmm. The bigger issue is Bailey Zappi's your starter. Bailey Zappi has won games for the National Football League. He's won games for the New England Patriots. Mm -hmm. He's also been cut, and no other team was like, yeah, no, nah, I'm good. I know you've won games, but you're not that talented. We want no part of you. We feel like um, you are an undersized product of the system at best, yes. Right. So, but from a Patriot perspective, from a fan perspective, if I'm going to the game, the things I'm excited about, hey, I get to see Justin Herbert in person, mm -hmm. see what this buzz is all about. Like, oh, this might be one of the great quarterbacks in a year or two. Maybe he starts winning when he gets a new coach. Hell, maybe he starts winning when Bill Belichick's his coach. Um, I get mm -hmm. to see cool uniforms for both teams. The throwback yep. for the Patriots. And Fresh kits, as they say. The, the Chargers, every uniform the Chargers wear is pretty awesome. they awesome. great. Um, and I get to see a different storyline with Bailey mm -hmm. Zappi. It may end up the same way. I may mm -hmm. be disappointed the by like the time. The or... destination might be the same, Andy, but the journey will be different. And I think right. at least for those of us that watch, for those that cheer ardently, rabidly, uh, you know, the diehards that are still care and live and die by every move. The ones who literally were heartbroken when Chad Ryland missed the kick last week, the seven of you out there. Uh, I think everyone has kind of steered. Everyone has steered into the tank.
It's tanks for something. Not everyone. Now, I ran the poll this week, so Mm -hmm. scientifically speaking, a majority of Patriots fans want Bill Belichick gone. 53% of over Mm -hmm. 1,900 votes cast. Um, But I still get pushback from people that if you think he should be gone, you're an idiot, Um, Mm -hmm. you're a pink hat, you're a this, you're a that, whatever. Um, And there's also people that don't want to tank, don't think you should do that. Um, I I can never root openly or out loud against my foot. You don't have to root against them. Matthew Slater can. So if Matthew Slater can, Julian Ed- thing- Julian Edelman already told you he's 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 done with this season. That's true. Two of the toughest SOBs who made Most careers for dedicated, yes, right. underpaid, dedicated, you. yes, right. died in the wool. You, you know what you should do? I know you're into like the gimmicks and the T-shirts and uh, the whole. Okay, yes, the hell it I, is I, this sounds very complimentary and flattering already. Go ahead. You should, you know, you know, those uh, permission slips that are like on the Internet, like, ah, oh, you get permission to miss work after a big mm-hmm. Sunday night football game or something like that. You should write up a permission slip from Julian Edelman, Matthew Slater at all that Patriots fans have permission to root for their team to lose, to root for their team to lose out, to root for their team to have the number one pick, that they are giving you that ability from their high powered positions as Patriot legends. You should that's do that. A, that's a fun little that's a fun little bit right there. I'm sure it would go over super well with all of my followers as well as the team that I stand on this field. <laughs> you even know where your your followers are, lie these days? Do you know no, where they lie? They're like, all over they, the place. Exactly. The majority of them, I, I would say, honestly, the majority of people I communicate with, friends, neighbors, followers at all, are kind of into the whole, like, just pack it in, Let's uh, we'll see you next year. And, I, and I would say... All of mine are. Now, yeah. We may have different circles of friends and sure. styles and mentalities, yes. but... Uh-huh. I think there are very few people that, barring what I said on Breaking Boston this morning, if you can tell me. So say it again, please, because no one heard it. That's a great point. So on Breaking Boston, I said there's really only two options you can root for, 6-0 and 0-6 and 0 and 0 over the final six weeks. 0-6 and 6 is obvious. It's potential number one pick. You're happy. Mm-hmm. We think about Caleb Williams or Drake May. 6-0 and 0 is just an unexpected flurry of wins. I understand you still end up with a losing record, but who knows if you go six and oh, in a bottle it, and a it would Christmas be miracle entertaining. You might regret it later. You might wake up with a, a hangover. Like, uh, now we're in the middle of the draft and we like, we really got nothing out of that over. We got our, one of those, mo- like one of those movies where like the hero takes this pill. Like I think it was limitless with Bradley Cooper. He yep. takes this pill. He's like, I know everything. And I have so boundless energy. Like you become a superhero, but then you get the literally the worst hangover ever. Yeah. Right. And I feel that's, like that's how that would be. Or, or the Hulk when he turns into the Hulk and does all kinds of stuff. And then he shrinks back down and he's naked and he regrets it. And he feels bad about himself. That's mm-hmm. how you'd be as a patriot. But that we'd would be, be Bruce, we'd be Dr. Bruce Banner naked and aching. Yeah. But wouldn't it be fun if they went six and oh? Like obviously, six were a oh, six hell yeah. win streak, unexpected, and then it would change everything. Oh, I don't know. Do we get rid of Mac now? I mean, do we get rid of Zappy? Do we get rid of Belichick? Did, what, what does this run mean? Blah blah blah. How do blah. they do this? They were undermanned. Belichick was right. just playing possum the whole time. Again. Wow, he did his superpowers have returned. Or, uh, I mean, or, or they lose the remainder. I mean, like, look. We'll just zip through them again real quick, just so everyone knows. Six games remaining on the schedule. You've got home against the Chargers, a Thursday night tilt at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is a a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Then you get a week and a half off, and then Tay-Tay and Kelsey and Mahomey come to town for a Monday night affair, which could maybe get flexed out if some network uh, heads come together with some league peoples and whatnot. We'll see about that. Although Monday night football games getting flexed out is far less frequent than Thursday or especially Sunday night football games. 
Uh, Especially if it includes Patrick Mahomes and Taylor Swift. Exactly. They may want the primetime slot for that one, which is great for all of us. Taylor Swift has a great relationship with the Crafts and Gillette Stadium. Loves the stadium. She's sold it out 13 times, I believe. Don't rule out her being at Gillette. Mm Who I don't know her schedule. Maybe even coming over and giving a consolatory hug to Robert and Jonathan as well. Who knows? Uh, Side note, by the way, did you know, Andy, the number one dog name in 2023? Kelsey. It's not a bad dog name. No, it actually is a good dog name. But it's not for like, but it's not for like grammar is in like Kelsey, Kelsey grammar. Like it's not because there's a Frasier reboot. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed a couple of It's on like a stream, isn't it? I don't even know where that is. I don't even know how it's on Paramount Plus. Yeah. Don't care. Okay, I mean, what, you don't like Yellowstone, Inside the NFL, quality films? Too many streaming services. Unlimited Paw Patrol for the kids? Come on, you know you you love the Paw Patrol, Andy. I don't need Paw Patrol. Too many <laughs> streaming services, but I'm a grandpa. Anyway, uh, yeah, so go the rest of the schedule, post Mahomes. <laughs> post Malone, post Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, I would just like to note also at the tail end of this podcast, I did not tease it up at the top as well. Uh, this is obviously is our Patriots chargers preview. Like we do every Thursday, we preview the game, give you our FanDuel Sportsbook bet of the week. And at the back end, we will have our Patriots media cartel Patriots media personality interview of the week. Our guy, the beat reporter, Mike Cadlick, uh, will be chatting with Mark Daniels from mass live. Mark Daniels, he was a guest at my uh, beer release party at Vitamin C in August. He enjoys the quality bevs like we do, but also he's an excellent follow, uh, a good chap as well. Be interesting to see, considering that he is one of the more positive members of the Patriots media, uh, if you will, where he's sitting with things now, how he feels about that. So uh, the way the season has gone and what sort of bump he believes Zappy Fever will give the team. So make sure you stay tuned for the back half where it'll be Mark Daniels and Mike Cadlick. Um, you called Mike Cadlick a beat reporter. Um, it has a new meeting. I just recorded uh, Mike Cadlick's uh, Crucial Clashes edition of Six Rings. Mm-hmm. And um, he started out the summer and the season as optimistic as anybody on the planet, both because of his new job, sort of new vibe, the team. Mm-hmm. He loved yeah. Juju and Gasicki and all these uh, things. A um, local kid as well, played quarterback at Worcester State. Like he is groomed to be Mr. Patriots positive, the next generation. And- the Patriots broke him. He is mm-hmm. a beaten man as well. He has yeah. been beaten he our, down. <laughs> yeah, he's he is a beat reporter. down reporter. That's yep, right. We're going to now refer to him the rest of the season as our beat down reporter. That's what he is now. And it's sad to see. Like, I'm an old curmudgeon, whatever. I can deal with this. Been around for a long time. Yeah, you were born. Yeah, like, no matter the size, age, or physique, you were born 73. Kind of. A little bit. Yeah. But Mike Cadlick had actual youthful energy. Oh, and Bill right. Belichick and Mac Jones just he's like a, like a Joseph that. Gordon-Levitt in that 500 Days of Summer movie or whatever it was. Just like he's just hearing Hall & Oates with animated bluebirds over his shoulder. Let's Poor go man. LFG, Gasicki, and Juju, all the next generation people that we were like, I don't want these guys on the team. And sadly, we were right. By the way, on Wednesday evening's Rich Keefe program, we introduced a new segment that was hot right out the gates called Guess Them Stats. Uh we were just sort of like offhanding how many receptions, how many yards per catch, uh, what's the total yards and touchdown for the likes of Gesicki and Hunter Henry and Juju Smith-Schuster. Did you know Juju Smith-Schuster is averaging 15 yards, just over 15 yards per game? It doesn't surprise me. He's Eight and a half million dollars to replace Jacoby Myers. 15. I was, he was like 137th in the NFL in yards at one point or something like I'm like, how many teams are there? It's so, it's so unbelievably bad. All right, now I ask you this. Who do you believe in anticipation of Bailey Zappi, the old zapper getting the snapper on Sunday? Who, what do you believe? Hey, now, behave. 
before or after the game. You're always you're always like Charles Barkley and Shaq in that famous episode of Inside the NBA where Charles Barkley's like, yeah, you know, and then you're down there and you just like, you know, you're just bumping and trying to get a basket and you get all these big guys banging you and Shaq just lost it for five minutes and then when Charles Barkley realized he's like, oh come on, man, that is and me. Everybody Every except except everybody lost it except for Ernie, Ernie ever the professional. God bless him. You know, we need an Ernie here to try to keep us because we have basically turned into the the Barkley and the Shack, and there is no intermediary to play professional here on the program. I take so that as a compliment. It's fine by me, too. I'm in, I told people weeks ago, like the season has gone so asunder. We are so south of where we thought we would be. We're just going to try to find new and unique ways each and every week to have fun, give a laugh, entertain as we try to semi-inform. Anyway, here's the question. With Bailey Zappi now expected to get the start for the Patriots, Andy, for anyone out there, whether it's just a diehard Pats fan, kids that are watching, those that are curious, uh, maybe even fantasy football players as we stream towards the playoffs, who do you think statistically gets the biggest bump on the Patriots offense from Bailey Zappi starting? Did my internet freeze? Because I, I need a few That was an awfully long pause. It was good. Let me just tap. Is that, does that work? Hello? Let it breathe. Let it breathe. Because um, I'll tell power. you, I think Ramondre's already in gear. I know you're talking about the fact that if he keeps this Love up, him. he'll be well over 1,000 yards. Zeke is averaging five yards a carry whenever he totes the rock recently. I think Hunter Henry, who sounded like the most broken of all the broken men on the Patriots offense recently, comes out Sunday against his former team, with a new quarterback, granted it's not a new quarterback, but a different quarterback than the one who's been struggling with him all season, and he plays with a renewed sense of purpose, I think Hunter Henry actually has a big game Sunday. He's he's the first one I would say is beneficiary of Bailey Zappi under center because they had a nice connection last year in the two-and-a-half-ish to three games that Bailey Zappi played in 2022. Well, I think if I'm a quarterback, absolutely. Hunter Henry is the most reliable thing you can go to the field with. Like, you know what you're going to get out of him. You can trust him. Like, the cliche, you know, the tight end is the young quarterback or the backup quarterback mm -hmm. or any quarterback's best friend. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a good one. Part of me thinks there's a chance we just see Mondre have a massive day, that the running backs catch and run the ball to huge numbers. Like, it wouldn't stun me if those guys approach, like, 40 touches between them, something like that, where – 20 something carries and 15 wow. carries each plus, you know, six targets and something target, you know, four or five targets each. I think the running backs could be a big part of this game plan, both on the ground through the air, but also mm -hmm. tying into your question with pop Douglas in concussion protocol, likely not to play nope. your most likely target. He would be your most likely target. He has been for the better part of a month um, now post Kendrick Bourne and, and where the offense was going. The, the true top target in the passing game, I think, is totally up for grabs. I have no idea who the two, the true top target's going to be. All right. Can I'll I get you who it should be? Who? It should be Juju Smith-Schuster, the guy you right. mentioned. Should be, but should it probably be. won't be. Um, let me just tell you real quick about the Chargers defense. Uh, they are giving up 23.5 points per game. That's good for 24th in the NFL. Yep. Uh, if only they were facing a viable offense that had scored more than a touchdown over the past two games combined. Uh, yards per game, they are dead ass last in the league. Almost 400 yards per game given up. Wow. Whoa, 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 whoa. Brendan Staley said it's not the defense's fault they're losing games. He said it's not the defense that's losing these games. Hey, coach, it's the defense. It's the defense often. The offense is also struggling at times uh, or more recently than before. 
Uh, points per play is 0. 0.347, 20th. Opponent, opponent yards per play, five point. Yeah, I, we may see a massive Mondre game on Sunday. Like, why, and so. why wouldn't you? And why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you just try to absolutely hammer these guys? Right. Although you, you, they're giving up over 67% completion. That's 24th. Yeah. That's not a good they're defense. Not, they're not great defensively. They're mediocre against the run and bad against the pass. The problem is the Patriots are mediocre when they run and bad with the pass. So I'm not sure they could. Wow. Anything. I mean, I'm, geez, why isn't it $253 to get in on Sunday? Oh, yeah, it's not. It's not great. It's no, nope. uh, it's not great, Bob. It may be. I don't know. Something says maybe this will be more entertaining. OK, so let's get into the predictions. All right. All right. You know first? what? Uh, OK, now. I said we both said that we wouldn't be betting on the Patriots again anytime this season. And I know you're a man of your word, so you're probably going to stick to it. I have I am a man of my word. I am capricious. I bend it. I bend it at the first sign of change. As soon as things go bad or go wrong or there's change offered, of course, I always change and flow with the breeze. And I'm going to let that the wind. All right. So I don't even mean in the wind part. All right. Everybody figured out what you were trying to go for without you being so direct. My God. How about a little subtlety, please? It's time now for the FanDuel Sportsbook Bet of the Week here on Six Rings and Football Things, brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel, make every moment more, where Andy and I each make a wager, a prediction for the game itself, and then offer a propositional. Uh, recently on the podcast, I did bet that Mac Jones would start. I bet a six-pack of Narragansett beer with Andy. Looks like Zappy's starting. So I owe Andy a six-pack. However, I will now challenge him, as the Patriots are a five-and-a-half-point home dog with an over-under 40-and-a-half to this, will you be man enough? Will you allow me to challenge thee and double down on my Zappy versus Mac bet and make it either a 12 pack or an even Steven? I say, I'm going to take, I'm going to go against my word, go against the likes of you, Mike Reese, and everyone else in town who said they will never pick the Patriots again this season. Not only am I going to take the Patriots minus five and a half blanket, I'm taking them on the money line. Andy, the New England Patriots are going to stun the world and win this game outright. There you go. Will you Will you go a nice little suitcase of Narragansett or nothing at all? So let's see. I can drink six free beers or I can drink 12 free beers. Let me. I will take the 12 free beers because these are indeed free beers. The Patriots have no shot in hell of beating the Chargers on Sunday. And that'll Mark come back that to bite me. Mark it. Absolutely. And all you... Twitter and Instagram. Oh, I thought you said no shot in hell. Yeah, I did. I said keeping no receipts, bro. I don't think there's any shot in hell. Um, so I will make that bet. I will go double or nothing. I will take the Chargers Here to win. Um, you know, the, the some of the numbers and things that we talked about might matter if they were playing the Giants again or mm -hmm. the Colts again. They're mm -hmm. not. They're playing a team that can actually score points. Mm -hmm. They are eighth in the NFL in points scored. Can the Patriots right. keep up with a team that's eighth in the NFL in points scored that has a real quarterback who has 20 touchdowns and six interceptions? No, they cannot. And I know people be like, yeah, the Chargers are only a four-win team. Yes, that is true. But mm -hmm. people like to point out close games and moral victories around here. They've lost five games by a field goal or less. Five games. They could easily be a nine and two football well, team. It's going to be enough. six this Sunday, bro. Okay. Could be. Oh, so you're counting on Bailey's at, I mean, uh, Chad Ryland to get the job done. Good luck with that. Dude can't even hit a field goal. As his head coach says, they're bringing a 35 in yarder. How many kickers did the Patriots have in this week, by the way? Uh, they had a bunch and I don't know mm -hmm. who, if that'll lead to anything. Never I never heard think. of a single one of them. Yeah. Well, they, no, not really. No, but whatever. They're kickers. Who cares? I, I hate kickers. I don't want yeah. games down to kickers. 
post Adam Vinatieri, I kind of have no use for kickers. Mm-hmm. So. Even Guskowski, who, by the way, is uh, now oh, oh, but for the days of Folk Guskowski at all. Sure. Um, yes, I will lay that. I will make that bet with you. I will take the bet. Your twelve beers uh, after the game. Are you taking Chargers money line? Or are you taking Chargers covering the five and a half? Give me Chargers to cover the five and a half. I feel quite confident in that. But I think Patriots fans at Gillette Stadium. I think there will be some, hopefully, maybe. Um, I think they will get a tease with a Z, and the Z stands for Zappy. I would not be stunned if Bailey Zappy gives you a little bump, a little Bailey bump early in the game, maybe a touchdown drive, maybe a touchdown field goal, and you're like, huh, was Fitzy right? Are we going to steal a win here? And then I think uh, the bottom falls out. He throws a pick. He probably has a turnover. I would say multiple giveaways for Bailey Zappy, and I think the Chargers win this game. 27 10 27 13 um i think the chargers will take care of their business so yeah i'll lay those points what about something along the lines of like early in the season when they like went down against the eagles stormed back only to lose valiantly in the end and not be able to complete the comeback a game like that maybe like a a different form of the tease i think you're going to get a tease a good zappy little 23 17 that's an under but that's a six point win for the chargers and that covers for you yeah i I think at some point in line you will get a zappy chant at Gillette Stadium. That's my prediction. There will be some period where he's doing something well enough to get a zappy chant, but it won't be good enough to win in the end. Herbert will not fall on his face against a Belichick defense the way he kind of has early mm-hmm. in his career. That's yep. been a good yeah, match. Belichick has done a nice job against Herbert yep. as well. We'll see Sunday. If he's trying to impress someone who we have heard, perhaps allegedly rumoredly, could be his coach next year as well, according to Gary Myers and many well, others as well. You saw the bad news, though, this week. Um, somebody needs to let Bill know that the Chargers play in L.A., not San Diego anymore. I'm not sure he's yeah. aware of that. So yeah, does he know where he has to live if he coaches them? May want to try and do something about that, yeah. All right, let's make this clean for uh, our producer, Justin Turpin, on the socials as well so he can release this and we can get more people to sign up, more people to play along, more people to fade Fitzy, and more people to laugh as Andy collects 12 beers after the game on Sunday, and he'll be lolling all the way through the Six Rings postgame show on WEI. Our FanDuel Sportsbook Bet of the Week, fanduel.com slash Six Rings to sign up and play along today and take advantage of those fabulous same-game parlays, no-sweat first bets, and more. I'm taking the Patriots like a lunatic, like the diehard Foxborough fanatic that I am. God, what a glutton for punishment. On the money line to shock the world and win outright, Andy takes the Los San Diego Chargers, as I call them, because they play in Los Angeles, but they belong in San Diego. He's taking them to cover the five and a half point spread. Andy, my propositional bet this week at a sweet plus 420. Nice. It's not plus 690, but a 420 is still pretty good. I'll take a Hunter Henry anytime touchdown as I believe he to be the pass catching beneficiary of the zapper coming in. What's your prop? So I like, you know, I like to bet these sometimes with sort of my heart. Get them done nice and early. Nice and early. Ramondre Stevenson. Over 60.5 yards rushing. Uh, he's been over 80 in three straight games. I think they're going to pound him the rock. As long as he plays the game, as long as he does not get hurt, I think he's a lock to get over 60.5 yards rushing. So not only is that my bet of the week, it's my five-star lock of the year, baby. Lock lock, lock, I get lock, another lock, one for lock. you. Let's tack this on the end. You could almost even, like, the nice thing is, like, if you're confident in the Chargers or you think the Pats will pull off the shocker, you could do a same-game parlay. Because I think... Ramondre over 60 and a half and a Hunter Henry touchdown would be nice. Get some pretty sweet odds if you just even put those two together with yeah. one other element in a same game parlay. So there's a our... game parlay makes the game more fun when it might not. It always stuff. does. You, you're down with SGP. Yeah, you know me. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
dancing in the uh, background just listening to the audio. There you go. All right, we'll wrap that little bet segment up there. Um, but in uh, feeling frisky, what's the other one you kind of like? So this is for you. This is off the app. This is not a FanDuel bet. This is a does Fitzy have any balls? Does Fitzy oh, have any faith in his team? Oh. So we're rolling it over. We're going double or nothing on the 12 yep. beers as opposed to we the did. six you owe me. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with six games remaining to do that through the remainder of the season? Pick your Patriots to win at least one game over the remainder of the season. Or if we double or nothing all the way down, it, if my math is right, you would owe me 384 beers over at the end of the season. Yeah, it's going to, yeah, it's it's a little pitchy for me. It's going to be a no. Oh, you, nope. you, you know, that's actually like a fe- offensive. What? What you're doing. You don't like cats? You don't like cats. I love, I love felines. You don't like cats. I love cats. So you will not say 384 beers versus the Patriots will get one win somewhere in the next six weeks. Aaron Rodgers is back practicing. He might play in the finale. I I refuse. I, you know, mostly just, I would, you know what? My confidence in the Patriots and winning a game, the remainder of the season is not that high, but it's high enough that I would possibly consider staking myself to that. I just, I can't give you 300. I just can't see your, that, your house that has trophy boxes or a dog or something random on the background behind you, two microphones, one pain in my ass. I can't, I can't see 384 beer stacked behind you. Just, I can't do it. 64 six packs, according to my quick math. <laughs> that, so the multiplier in effect, it would just compound itself. If I continue to double down all the way yeah. from two to four, geez, Louise, that's a lot of beer. You know who's rooting against? I'm going to need 64 six packs just to help process exactly what the hell happened this season. My friends over at like Awaken 180 are like, don't make that bet. What are you going to do with 64 six packs? You can't drink them for Christ's sakes. Yeah, you can. In a, in a weekend, no. But throughout the, I mean, it would make would make for a nice uh, playoff playoff warming present. Play, a little oh, yeah. playoff uh, playoff. But you don't have the cojones to do it. Okay, I thought you had faith in your team. Mm-hmm. I thought you were a true blue. You see what Andy's doing right now, everybody? Everyone listening at home right now, there's no reason to call HR, but this is what we call bullying, everybody. <laughs> this is not This is not polite. This is not okay, kids. Just in case your parents have uh, decided to exercise no quality parental judgment and they let you listen to six rings, this is not okay. This is actually uh, this is actually Uncle Andy acting out in a little sequence that we put together just to teach everybody what not to do when trying to act like a grown professional. Yes, you're okay? welcome. It was a public service announcement. There you go. Yeah, brought to you by our resident PSA hole, Andy Hart. <laughs> All right, everybody, that'll do for uh, our Chargers Patriots preview here on Six Rings and Football Things. Once again, your FanDuel Sportsbook Bet of the Week. I get the Pats on the money line. Andy says the Chargers cover five and a half. And he has Mondre over 60 and a half yards. I like that one a lot. And I'm giving you a Hunter Henry anytime touchdown at plus 420. Those are pretty sweet odds. Bet 10, get 42 back. I think it's going to happen. Hunter Henry in the six-point house against his former team. We will see. Don't forget, we'll be back Sunday right after Pat's Chargers. At the conclusion, make sure you throw on either the Odyssey app, 93.7 FM, or wherever you happen to consume WEEI and all of our awesome sports talk for the Six Rings post-game show with Fitzy, Hart, Cadillac Fourier, and a cast of thousands. This has been brought to you, of course, as always, by FanDuel Sportsbook. It's a presentation of WEEI, Odyssey, and 2400 Sports. Thanks very much. Take care. Good day. God bless. Go Pats. And now... Here's our guy, the beatdown reporter from WEI.com, Mike Cadlick, chatting it up with Mass Lives, Mark Daniels. Thanks, everybody. Go Pats. All right. Welcome back into Six Rings and Football Things. Uh, we are back at Gillette Stadium. Mike Cadlick here. 
um, as we do every week, checking in on Thursday, usually Wednesday, but today now Thursday, um, for our weekly Beat Reporter check-in. And I have with me today none other than Mass Lives Mark Daniels. Um, Mark, thank you for joining me. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. So uh, obviously a busy, interesting week uh, down in Foxborough with uh, something that actually looks like a quarterback change finally. So uh, if you haven't heard or seen, which you probably already have at this point when you're listening, but um, it looked like when we were here on Wednesday that the Patriots seemingly made a change during the uh, media portion of practice. It looked like Bailey Zappi and Malik Cunningham throwing passes as practice squad quarterback Will Greer and uh, earlier starter Mac Jones kind of just stood by the wayside and it was actually um, reported after practice by Mark that uh, not only did Zappi take first most of the first team reps throughout the uh, session, um, but Mac Jones actually worked with the scout team. So, uh, Mark, I want to get your thoughts, um, I guess, broad stroke on the entire quarterback situation, how we got here, um, anything more that you can sort of give um, on your reporting yesterday about what actually happened to practice and uh, ultimately what you make if you think it's the right decision and where and why we're at this point with the position. Yeah, I mean, Bill Belichick won't say who's starting, right. but from everything I've heard, it's it's Bailey Zappi, and finally, the Patriots, Bill Belichick is going to give Bailey a chance to work with the first team all week and prepare as a starter, and this hasn't happened with him since, was it last year, week six right. against the Browns? That was the last time he actually practiced with the first team for the entirety of the week. Like, last week, Bailey took some of the first team reps, but Mac was still first in line, still taking the bulk of them before starting in, in New York. So really, what, what this comes down to is the, the Patriots need a spark, man. They, they need something else. The players in the locker room are desperate for change. And in my understanding, players are fully behind this and mm -hmm. fully behind them moving to Bailey Zappi. Like, I talked with you know multiple sources, I mean, honestly, three team sources yesterday about the situation. And it really boils down to like it's it's got to the point where it's it's not fair. It's not fair for everyone else because a lot of jobs are on the line here. I mean, right. the defense is still playing well. And. Mac has a load of problems. He's lost confidence, sure, in the locker room, but I think he's lost confidence in himself. It looks like he has the yips. He buckles under pressure. He's not giving, honestly, his pass catchers the best of chance. And what he's doing is, frankly, a disservice to the defensive players. So by starting the week with Bailey Zappi, it, it sort of creates a, a new jolt of life for the Patriots. And, and that's what this all is all about in the hope from what I was told from one source is that the offense will finally get on the same page because up until this point, they haven't been, man. And it's, there's a lot of reasons why. I mean, we I don't know how long you have. Right. We, we could talk about this forever. Yeah, but we could. <laughs> you, you start last year where, you know, Mac Jones sort of fell apart with Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. And what they did last year in 2022 was change the offensive system from the McDaniels thing. Mm -hmm. Then you get this year, they bring in Bill O'Brien. But from my understanding is the offensive system isn't the same that Josh was running in 21. It's actually different. So you have Mac Jones, third straight offensive coordinator, third straight system. And he's just, he's not... He's not growing in any system because he hasn't had continuity in all of them. Now that that's an excuse for Mac Jones, mm -hmm. but it's gone to a point where he's just he's questioning everything around him. He doesn't trust the pass protection. I've heard he's frustrated with some of you know the receivers and tight ends when it comes to route depth, route running, just catching passes. You know we've seen that from you know Keishon Booty not getting his feet in bounds, from Jalen Rhaegar, Devontae Parker dropping deep balls. But essentially what I'm getting to is all of this stuff, the staff changes, the problems about the offensive line. Problems with the receivers, the weapons, letting Jacoby Myers gone. 
it has transformed Mac into a shell of his former self, man. And and players, you know, they they need something different. And right now, it's coming with Bailey Zappi. And honestly, it also appears Malik Cunningham could factor in as well. And I say, why not? Like, right. right? Like, I want to see something different just for the fact, see if the product's actually better. But I think having Zappi out there and maybe Malik with some different packages, at the very least, it's something new. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I agree. I think it even maybe came a week too late. Like, you know, even right. getting getting Bob Bailey ready during the bye week might have made more sense. You might have seen that spark that they're sort of kind of looking for earlier than, you know, this week against uh, against L.A. instead of, you know, or trying to do it last week against the Giants instead of this week against L.A. So um, all definitely interesting points, and especially the part where, you know, you mentioned the the three different systems, and he was with McDaniels and now they're with O'Brien, but, I mean, it's it's not even relative, like, that close to the same thing. So he really right. has just had so much turnover, and, the product on the on the field obviously not good um and i think too like you look at obviously the offensive line struggles the wide receiver struggles and everything around mac has not helped him get to this point like it's yeah. not solely on him but it, it, i'm with you at this point it just kind of seems like they need a change because he seems broken and the only thing that will really fix that is taking a step back i mean you, you can make a list of excuses for mac right like the offensive line really has been horrible up to a certain point this year they couldn't figure out right tackle you know letting jacoby myers go not signing deandre hopkins there were things that could have happened Mm -hmm. that could have made max life easier but it didn't happen but as you know as anyone in the world can say you know you might have reasons to fail but you're still failing right like like mac is still failing he's still buckling in it's it's really at a point where i agree with you they they should have made a change a week ago because to see mac come out of a bye week and play like that against the giants really to me was was eye-opening i mean it was almost clear right on, on the first the first series you know you see what happened with him and gasecki now it, it might have been on gasecki i think he ran the wrong route but you just you know what you, you know what i mean you're watching these yeah games and it's live. week 12 so like those those miscommunications yes. like that's the kind of stuff that's the kind of you know the you know, the calculation and how like crisp this offense needs to be to succeed. You're in week 12 and those miscommunications are happening. Like it's not yeah. going to get any better. They're, they're not on the same page. So what they have to do is get on the same page with Bailey Zappi. And the hope is that he can. And granted, Zappi has not been good. I mean, we saw him in training camp. He wasn't good in the summer. He wasn't good in the preseason. Hasn't been good for relief appearances. But hey, man, very least he's going to get first. He's getting first team reps. Yes. Yeah, so, so I guess that's that's my next question then. We, we have seen Zappi and it hasn't been great. And, you know, last year it was better and they, they did. And there's the caveat that they played against the Lions and they played against the Browns. Mm-hmm. Not great defenses. He looked better. Um, the calls in the scheme and not really the scheme, but just the way they called it around Zappi seemed to be a little bit different than it was with Mac. Um do you think, given a week of practice, that we will actually get a you know there's there's going to be a spiritual spiritual jolt and you know the locker might be yeah. behind it a little more, but ultimately, do you think the product on the field with the offense will get any better with Bailey this week? I think it'll be a little better, and I, I think the key, honestly, is to dumb it down. I, I think it's obvious with the yeah. Patriots' offense does well; they run the ball, right? right. They, you, you have to run the ball with Ramondre and Zeke, and I think that's why we'll see Malik Cunningham too get some packages out there. He's playing the option and just running it. You have to run the ball a ton. And when the Patriots had success in their one drive with Bailey, he was essentially throwing screen right. passes. Zach Cox had that great tweet <laughs> yeah. about his air yards essentially being in the negative. But you know what? If that's how you have to do it, then do it. Throw a screen pass to Tyquan Thornton and let him run. Right. Let you know, Devontae Parker run a small slant. It's like that's what you have to do to get a better product. You just have to do it. So I think it will be better, frankly. Because it, I keep saying this every week. Can it actually get worse? <laughs> yeah, I know. Can and every it, week it does. Like, but, every week it does. I know. So. Yeah. So obviously we'll see. Um, before we get to, I guess, the a bit of a game preview on the Chargers and uh, how they can, you know, try and win this game, I want to just get 
your thought and your take sort of on where the head coaching situation is going to go after the season because, you know, it seems like there's rumors and speculation. There hasn't been any real clear-cut reporting on Belichick's next move or what he might do. Um, But I guess what's your take on what the Patriots should do and what you think ultimately happens here next season at the head coaching position? Yeah, I mean, you know, put it – be blunt. I mean, the franchise is a disaster. They Mm -hmm. lack upside. They lack elite talent. They lack blue-chip prospects. This is a massive rebuild. I don't see it being one for a 71-year-old Hall of Fame head coach. I think the Patriots need to start over. I would even argue that they should bring in an offensive-minded head Mm -hmm. coach. I think they need to get with the times, get more current. Look at the way the Pats have been constructed under Bill. It's it's defense defense first, and you can do that when Tom Brady's your quarterback, right? Tom can made up for so many things that could go wrong here, whether it be bad drafting or bad signs or mediocre weapons. Tom Brady made up for it. You can't do that anymore. You, mm-hmm. you need if you don't have you know a top five, top ten quarterback, you need elite weapons around him, and that hasn't happened under Bill. So what I see is a complete reset here. New head coach. A, a true GM and the Patriots really starting over from scratch. It's mm-hmm. it's going to take a lot. I mean, you think about what this team needs, everything, everything quarterback. <laughs> they, they're going to have two tackles up for new deals. All their tight ends are essentially gone. They mm-hmm. need a number one receiver. And we haven't even talked about defense. They're going to have to upgrade some spots there. So I see them coming in and starting over with a younger head coach. I, I don't think Robert Kraft would fire Bill Belichick. I'd like to think right. that after whatever it is, 23 years, it'd be like an amicable split. You know, I mean, honestly, best case scenario is you trade Bill Belichick and get in the draft. Yeah. Because, like, what do the Patriots need? They need more draft capital, and they have none. They don't have an, an extra pick, until, I think, until the sixth round mm-hmm. next year. No, man, if you can get a first-round pick for Bill, that's huge. Hey, Commanders, what are you going to be picking in the top ten? You want to give a first-round pick to the Pats? Go for it. Right. That, that would be great. But I, I see this going in a different direction. I think the betting favorites clearly Gerard Mayo, but if I was the owner of the Patriots and I'm not, I would – I would go for someone like a Ben Johnson. Give me an offensive-minded guy. Yeah, I agree. I think, too, like, if you do go Mayo, right, and you bring in a new quarterback and whoever, whatever offensive coordinator it might be under Mayo, if they succeed, then they're going to go take a head coaching job. And offense, I don't want to say it's more important than defense, but it, it kind of is at this point in the league. Like yeah. you said, get with the time. So if you can have an offensive-minded head coach with a new quarterback and let them, again, run the franchise. You hopefully hit on both the next 10, 15 years. You're never going to replicate what you had here with Tom, like you said. But, I mean, it's it's sort of, like you said, a start of something new. And I, I like Mayo. I think you're right. He probably would be the betting favorite. But then you get into quarterback, new OC, new OC, new yeah. OC, and you kind of could do the same thing you just did to it, Max. It would so. be fascinating. Like, who's Mayo's GM? Right. Who's his OC? Does he keep Bill O'Brien around? Mm-hmm. I mean, if the Patriots had a chance to trade up for Caleb Williams, do they bring in, bring in Cliff Kingsbury, who's with them at USC? You know, there's so many other options. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating. Yeah. There's a part of me that's excited about it, and I have to remind myself we're still in week 13. I know. It's, it's weird covering this team and thinking about mock drafts already. It is. But, we're all again, we're all doing yeah. it. You're, you're I guess – Rooting for the tank, and you're never going to tank. You're never going to tank in this league, but you know, waiting for losses and kind of seeing how it all plays out. It is. It's fascinating, and it's 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 definitely unprecedented. So, um, before I let you go, let's quickly um, talk about this game coming up on Sunday. Patriots kicking off 1 p.m. Um, on Sunday against the Chargers. Um, the 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 head coach potential hot seat bowl between Brendan Staley and Bill Belichick. Um, what do you make of the matchup for the Patriots? How do you think they can win it? Can they win it? And I uh, want to get your final score prediction as well. It's, it's interesting because on paper, the Chargers roster is so much better between They're quarterback, yeah. receiver, running back, their edge rushers, even though Bosa is hurt. I mean, on paper, the Chargers should roll over the Patriots because the talent level isn't close. 
returns have been disappointing, man. I, yeah. I understand why Brett Staley is under the gun because with all that amount of talent to be where you are around 500, just that's it's not great. I, I think the Patriots should get steamrolled. I, I think with Zappy, they'll get a jolt and the product will be better. But hey, man, you've got to score over 20 points at some point. I just, until it happens, Mike, I'm not betting it. I'm not going to say right. it's going to happen. So I look at this and I'm like, Chargers are going to you know, squeak out one against the Pats. It'll be like 2017. Maybe it'll be a close game. The Patriots look a little bit better. But at the end of the day, they are who they are, right? They won't have Demario Douglas. He's in the concussion protocol. So your receivers have just been so lacking. And it, it's been tough this year, right? Like Christian Gonzalez goes down, Matthew Judon go down, and Kendrick Bourne and Pop Douglas. All these guys who have been exciting during a disappointing season are getting hurt. And it to me it stinks because like this weekend it would be cool to see them at full strength, but they're not. And the fact that they're not and they don't have pop, I I don't see them scoring thirty points. Yeah, I'm with you. I think it's hard to to bet with this team. It's hard to back them you, until you see it. You you really can't do it. Um, I guess in theory they played up to their competition against the Bills the last time, so maybe they do the same this week. But uh, I'm with you. You can get my full prediction uh, with myself and Andy Hart on. Uh, Thursday, what's today? Thursday? Thursday show, uh, if you stay on the Six Rings feed. Mark, before I let you go, uh, just let everyone know where they can find you, where they can read your your great coverage for the Patriots. Yeah, but I work for uh, Mass Live, so MassLive.com, and follow me on Twitter at ByMarkDaniels. Awesome. Thanks, Mark, for joining me. We, we appreciate it here. Um, everyone else, you get back to the Six Rings and Football Things podcast feed. Listen uh, to everything on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, remember, we are presented by FanDuel. Make every moment more, and we will be back next week following uh, Patriots Chargers with another week of full coverage as uh, we continue through this uh, interesting yet disappointing Patriots season. So thanks for listening.